welcome to the Birth Acadiana podcast. Join us as we dive headfirst into the captivating world of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, all right here in our very own community. I'm your host and local perinatal chiropractor, Dr. Elena Clark, joined by my dear friend and co-host and local doula, Tiffany Wyatt. We're here to bring you a treasure trove of knowledge, wisdom, and personal stories. Our mission is to empower you with the insights and understanding you need to make informed decisions on your unique path to motherhood. We know the importance of those moments when we say, I wish I would have known better, and we're here to make sure you don't have to. This podcast is your educational guide, your friendly companion through the beautiful, sometimes challenging, but always transformative journey of pregnancy and beyond. But remember, while our podcast offers invaluable insights, every woman's experience is as unique as her fingerprint. Always consult with your trusted healthcare provider to make choices that are best for you and your baby. So whether you're an expectant mother, a curious partner, or simply someone eager to learn more about the miracle of life, we're thrilled to have you along for this incredible ride. Welcome to the Birth of Katie in a podcast, where wisdom, support, and community, aka your village, come together to light your path to motherhood. have a short little episode for you guys today. We are going to be talking all about birthing where you feel safest, mm-hmm. which I feel like is huge. Um, I feel like we're going to tap into a few things that may, oh, I don't know, might be a little spicy for you <laughs> or like you and your partner. I feel like this is, I don't know, this is usually the big one I find between partners mm-hmm. is usually that it's one. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what comes to mind for you, Tiffany, whenever you tell women to like birth? What does that mean for you? Like birth where you feel safest? I think it means um, a physical location. Like, is it is it at a hospital? Is it at your home? Is it a birth center? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just and it's birth. Like, like it's the labor mm-hmm. and the actual pushing. You know, the first hours. You know, afterwards. Like, where does that? happen for you you mm-hmm. know and like really processing any fears around maybe delivering at home with a midwife or what that might be what that might look like mm-hmm. um i know you and i both have our own personal experiences about mm-hmm. birthing where we feel safest absolutely um, so we'll have to we'll dive into that for sure too yeah i would you? say for me um yeah i feel like when it comes to like, it makes me think of when women who home birth, they, like, hide themselves in the closet mm-hmm. and they, like, turn all, or their bathroom and they, like, turn the lights off and they're, like, they make little off. birth caves. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like, you think of, like, a cat when they, like, go off or whatever and it's, like, okay, how, or, or maybe your big question is, like, how do I know where that is? Like, especially if you're torn right. between a hospital and a birthing center right. or like we're at home I don't know and making sure your support team is supportive of that choice for you too mm-hmm. like your partner like your partner yeah mm-hmm. especially that mm-hmm. I would say um, and this is where I think it can kind of get taboo because it's like yes you do want the support of your partner mm-hmm. you know um, and of course they have concerns and things mm-hmm. like that you know they're just they want to make sure you're safe but mm-hmm. I think it's very important because if you don't feel safe in your body and I like using this analogy of like birth is so primal mm-hmm. and if you're gonna be in a situation that is going to remove you from your primal instincts that is not safety right 
So what does that look like? And yeah. I'm, I'm using those words specifically and intentionally because it's like, that could mean if you're in a hospital setting and people are like constantly bothering right. you and interrupting you and like asking you questions or, mm-hmm. or let's flip the script and say, okay, I'm going to be at my house and I want to have like all these people who are going to mm-hmm. ask me questions or like mm-hmm. poke at me or be laughing in the corners. Like that doesn't make me feel safe. Or, you know, and it even like kind of flipping it on that too. Like maybe you're someone who hasn't, um, you're a very nervous, anxious person and mm-hmm. you have a process that so like being away from the hospital could cause more nerves and anxiety than being mm-hmm. in the hospital. Just, right. you, know, yeah. you know yourself better than anyone. So it's really 100%. like being truly authentic and honest with yourself about what you need. Exactly. And I think one way to do that is, um, I like giving people, um, women this little like guided meditation thing or mm-hmm. just like an intention mm-hmm. whenever they're trying to figure that out. I'll say, okay, go home, like have some quiet time to yourself or like if you're in the car or whatever. That way you're not, again, distracted. Mm-hmm. And just meditate on walking your, like being in labor. Mm-hmm. Where are you at? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Who's around you? I mean, of course, like you can't like, you know, in real time, whatever. But it's like, okay, where are you laboring? What support system are you calling your doula? Are you mm-hmm. calling your midwife and letting them know? Are you checking in with your OB or what are the hospital or whatever mm-hmm. the you know protocols are for that? Um, do you see yourself leaving, mm-hmm. going somewhere? Right. Do you, or is everyone coming to you? Or is everyone coming to you? Is mm-hmm. like the space around you very quiet? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have music going on? Do you have like in the birth, you know, home birth world, it's like, do you have, like, your birth altar set up? Mm-hmm. I've that in a while. Um, yeah, it's just, like, where, who's around you? Mm-hmm. Is your mother-in-law around? Like, do right. you want your mom there, you know? Because yeah. that can be a thing, too, like, the safety with, right. sometimes moms are like, mm, I'm nervous. Yeah. That was a big thing for me. I was like, I don't want my mom there, yeah. only because I live in a very tiny little house, and it can become a party real fast. But I was yeah. very intentional about that. Um yeah. And so I knew I didn't really want that mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's nice because then you can become aware of who's not there, who's there, mm-hmm. who's supporting you, are you eating? And then you can say, okay, that would make me feel the safest. How do I make that look tangible on the outside? That's good. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, and, and, and even during birth, things can change. So like for like my my personal experience was – even to this day, I know that if I'm if I'm hurt and I'm feeling pain, I retract and I want to be alone and like please don't talk to me, just give me a minute, That's you know. A good way to think about it too. And um, so I knew during the because I you know I knew my goal was to be unmedicated, intervention free as possible, and I didn't want people watching me. That would have you know that would have been so distracting and putting me on the spot. So I knew I wanted my my laboring to be alone with only like my doula and my partner but when it came time to pushing in the birth it was different it's a different mm-hmm. it's a different experience and I was like everyone come in whatever whoever wants that's fine I'll come in <laughs> okay. it just completely changed for me right you know which was which surprised me mm-hmm. in those moments like looking back absolutely um, so yeah, yeah I know for um so for me in my so I have two babies they're my 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 oldest baby just turned 14 and I have a 10 year old now but I delivered at one of the local hospitals with doulas for both of them, and um, you know, 
my very first baby, I had a typical, uh, my GI was cleaning itself out, you know, so I had to stay to that, stay near a toilet. And as soon as that calmed down, I wanted to, and I I was already having contractions. Mm -hmm. I felt like, oh, here's my chance. I need to go to the hospital, Mm -hmm. you know? So for me in that moment, I, I needed to be where I was birthing. That's where I felt safe. And then I was also, it was very first experience, very first time. Yeah. Again, if I would have known, I would have <laughs> just stayed home and labored longer. But right. um, that's kind of what I, that's just what I needed in that moment, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so once I got there, things just started really rocking and rolling. So that's kind of a, a proof that I was where I needed to be for, in that, per, that, that first birth experience. Mm-hmm. It was funny. My dad, um, he uh, gives anesthesia, so he gives epidurals. So... This is his first grandbaby. He busts up in my room because usually people are super excited to see him, right? (laughs) In the birth space. Epidural's coming. But my dad's a big, loud guy. Even his whispers Mm. are loud. And he busts up in my room, which was just happy to see him, but I recognize he did it twice. My my partner eventually had to be like, don't come back in. (laughs) Because what happened was he came in and he distracted me. And my labor slowed. I was like four minutes apart, three minutes apart. My labor slowed down to ten minutes apart. Oh my gosh. And it took me like, an, like an, an, an additional hour to get back to my three minutes, two minutes apart. Wow. And so that's just kind of proof of how much uh, your nervous system controls your labor. Mm. And so being sure you, you pr- protect that space so people aren't distracting you or people who do affect your nervous system that you're very sensitive to like your parents yeah you know to be very aware of that um also you know as a doula we always tell our clients ask for clients you know like who would you be comfortable pooping naked in front of (laughs) because those are the only people you need to have in your room um and so anyway so there's that was just kind of a really good like proof of like oh my god my nervous system totally and it you know obviously it released um some adrenaline and so that mm-hmm. slows down oxytocin and right so um anyway so and then for my second birth experience i wanted to at that time we had gentle choices and i wanted to birth at the at the birth center it was really close to our house at the time and then i went and i saw like i had a visit i saw everything and i was like this just feels like my house and then i was like mm-hmm. can we just do it at our house you know, my partner, again, you have to have, you know, my partner was not comfortable. He was not, he was, he was too, had too much fear, you know, and, and the reason he had fear, honestly, is because he didn't have the information or the knowledge, right. you know, because, you know, birthing at home is actually safer, you know, <laughs> as long, as long as, you know, right. you fit into, you fit into the category of a like low risk, yeah, and if you want to know more about that, go back to our Mid, uh, midwife Kyra episode. Yes. But anyway, so I really, I did, I wanted to, I wanted to birth at home, but it, he just wasn't on board and, you know, I, I needed him to feel secure in order for me to feel secure and safe. Mm-hmm. So I hired a doula again and, um, we, this time we, you know, of course, labor was completely different and much more rapid mm-hmm. and my husband actually had to convince me to go to the hospital because I was like, no, <laughs> I want to labor at home as long as possible. Probably would have had that baby at the house if you. I would have had the baby at the house because, yeah. from that moment, he's like, "No, I think we need to go." To the time we got to the hospital and deliver, I think it was like forty-five minutes. Wow. <laughs> it was so fast, um, but, but you know, my doula, you know, met us at the hospital. Mm-hmm. It was great, and one of the first things he said, as soon as 
I bas- and I basically caught my own son too. Like I pushed him out and I immediately just grabbed him. Aww. But it was it was really great. it was a beautiful experience. But I wish I would have done it at home. The first thing my partner said was, "Oh, we could have done this at home." I'm like, "Don't say that right now." Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> not the time. I know. I know we could have. Not and, the time. And I knew it. I was like, and I was like, I knew we could have. I knew the whole time we could have. And I yeah. knew that was also my last baby. So it just was. That was my final experience. Yeah. Um. So, like, again, so my first baby, I needed to be at the hospital. And that, I, that actually has to do with some of my oh, my my family history. My brother was birth injured, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, and then my second, I knew a home birth would have been what we could have done or should have done. Um, I just, but I needed that support, you know. Mm-hmm. If I, and, and if I could have go, if I could go back and do it again, mm-hmm. I would have done the work to inform my partner, my husband, of all the safety. You know, and yeah. and you know, like advocated for myself better. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we didn't have as many of the amazing midwives that we have now. We had we had great say, ones, but we have so many more now. Yeah, like it's probably um, so much different, even just the birth community. Yeah, how it was then versus now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so meat for for me that was my experience with birthing where I felt mm-hmm. safe. Yeah. You know, how about you? Um, yeah, I think. Obviously, for me, for those who don't know, I very much wanted a home birth. Um, We can get into details a little bit later. But, um, yeah, that was definitely where I felt safe is Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It didn't end up that way Mm because I ended up having preeclampsia. And it was interesting. It always, I feel like it's always a funny story. Not funny. But um, when people ask me, they're like, oh, so the, did you just go to, like, Lafayette General Women's? Right. Yeah. And I was like, mm, actually, no. No, I didn't. Not because I think where I went was great. But because of the situation I was in, mm-hmm. I kind of had this, like, I don't know. We had this kind of like, hand, yeah, like a guess. special support team. Yeah, it was medical so professionals. unique that I feel yeah. like most women don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was very mm-hmm. interesting, especially mm-hmm. the way that it happened. Yeah. It was just like, you guys are total strangers, but thank you for still showing up for me and being like as yeah. laid back as you are because yeah. for those who don't, I'm going to give a little bit of it. My sister is a labor and delivery nurse at this particular hospital. And she had kind of been informing them of because her and I were not seeing eye to eye. But, but she, she was works like, for yes another OB, right? Or well, it's for that hospital. Okay. Yeah. So um, and so they of course were like concerned and like of course if she needs to come in whatever and I was like if I need whatever. Well, we ended up needing them, and they were great. Yeah. They were so wonderful. My mom actually joked with the doctor. She was like. You think we could like bring her birth pool here? And he was like, I mean, there's no hospital policy yeah. around this. And I was like, You're freaking yeah. kidding me right now. But he was like so chill about mm-hmm. it. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nurse was just as great. So it was just like I really had, even though it was not an ideal situation mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And of course, there were things that like were big cons considering the hospital I right. was at, like a little outdated with certain things. Um, the rooms were super tiny. They were super tiny, and some of their, like, I'm using air quotes, were, like, policies. Like, I know mm-hmm. at other hospitals, yeah. I didn't, looking back, didn't realize, like, I probably would have prioritized looking at or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, f- because of how my birth felt, like, open and, and um, 
happened, I guess you could say is the word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me birthing there made me feel much safer because I had like kind of special attention. Yeah, it did feel very special in a way that I felt like, again, I do feel like most women don't get this kind yeah. of care. Yeah. So I was like, why am I going to chance going somewhere where I don't have those people and they're probably going to judge me or God forbid call CPS on me right. for yeah, the like, things that I was yeah. choosing. And it was like, okay. And that was a big reason why I was happy that my sister worked there because mm-hmm. I was like, they better not do this. And she's like, they're not going to do this. This is all like these, this is why, like you're literally in all, you know, the like she gave me a bunch of reasons. I was like, okay, if you say so. So like I really leaned into her for being that safe mm-hmm. and like being a, like a good in-between. Yeah. And it actually ended up being really special because she ended up being part of the OR delivery team mm-hmm. to help yeah. with, um, with the little Madonna. Wasn't she like the, one of the first people to hold Jenna after the, the doctor? Yeah. yeah and she brought special. her to me. It's pretty special. Too. So it was, it was, yeah. So like yeah. in a not ideal situation, that yeah. was where I felt safest. Yeah. I mean, you were definitely uniquely supported and respected by the mm-hmm. medical, the medical staff yeah. at that specific hospital. Yeah. You know, and I even special. loved yeah. too, cause my sister and I were both like processing it for sure after the fact, but it was awesome because, because she worked there, the nurse was helping her, like helping her process the way I was experiencing it. Cause she was happy. Like she was like, oh my God, I gotta be part of my sister's birth, like blah, 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 whatever. And, um, I was devastated, Mm -hmm. but she was also helping her to be like, Hey, like, this is what you have to see from like her perspective, Mm -hmm. this kind of thing. So anyways, all in a nutshell. Um, yeah, I think it's just ironic and kind of interesting that like, even in those situations, Mm -hmm. you have to still think like we're, or even in like a transfer, like say if you have the birth, like if you're going, you have a midwife, Mm -hmm. where do you want to transfer to? Right. Right. Do you want to go to women's? Do you want to go to Lafayette General? Well, it's mm-hmm. not at Lafayette General anymore, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what hospital right. do you feel like based off of the midwives that, like, are they open to mm-hmm. and really nice when it comes to transfers? Right. I don't know. Just something, because you don't think about those yeah. things. Like, I sure didn't think I'd get preeclampsia. Absolutely. You know, that definitely mm-hmm. didn't, that just, it threw me. But, mm-hmm. again, with a topic that we have right today. But, yeah, I think it's very important um to birth where you feel safest and with whom you feel safest Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even your provider like if you i mean lately if you're in the birth world you know like there's some stuff going on with like certain ob's and practices and things like that Mm -hmm. and a lot of women don't feel safe in certain situations so they're going to other providers i mean let's talk about that for a second like if you don't feel safe with your provider you 100% have the ch- like option to choose a different one. Right. Yeah, I have a client right now um, who just switched, this is her second baby too, switched her provider because mm-hmm. the group that she was with previously, who they're fantastic. Yeah, they're she amazing. Loves. We're not going to call them out or anything. They're fantastic no, and we love yeah. them. Um, but they just decided to change how, basically, they're, they're, they don't go on call. Oh, I mean, in the it's same like their way, availability. Yeah, it's a little different. They're only, shifted. they're only available during business hours, which is like, you know, 
nine to five or eight to five or whatever it may be. So if it's on the weekends or in the evening or at in the middle of the night, they're just now using the hospital list. So you have, and it's a, it's a list of like 20 different names and you just yeah. have no idea who you're going to get. Yeah. That's hard. And so, you know, for some women that that's really imperative and important to know who's going to show up for them to catch their mm-hmm. baby, which is understandable. Yeah. Of course. Especially if you had the intention and the whole time mm-hmm. you're like, okay, my, my doctor's going to be there mm-hmm. and then they're not. That's kind of yeah. that can be really hard. Yeah. Like, oh wait, who are you reaching around my yeah. stuff? <laughs> yeah. So for mamas, just be really intentional and really thoughtful and considerate about what you want. Mm-hmm. And listen to the signs where you definitely feel like you're off. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if something comes up and you're like, mm-hmm. you feel leery or weary yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So just really pay attention and really come up with a plan and you know, reach out for resources and mm-hmm. find the people and the places that you want and need, you know, both of our local hospitals, um, they kind of are good at different things, mm-hmm. you know, so to be yep. aware of those things, you right. know, and yeah. to make your choices to where you feel supported. Well, alrighty, this is what we got for today, you guys, again, short and sweet, we just wanted to come and, um, yeah, at least shine a little bit of light on just mm-hmm. a very small topic, but very necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I find a lot of find, find a lot a lot of moms end up with the the same like an uh, their gynecologist becomes their OB, mm-hmm. and then wherever their OB has privileges, that's, that's where they're they birthing. Do. Versus like you have choice, mm-hmm. and it's important to consider those things for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I think this was a great episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Bye. Bye, you guys.